welcome to Friends at Film Camp, the podcast where two friends grab by the fire from our fun film perspectives. I'm Janine. I'm Luke. <laughs> Today we're talking about A Christmas Romance with Olivia Newton-John, which is another DVD on my pack of Christmas movies. DVD movies. <laughs> For those who don't remember a year ago, Jinian went to the store and she wanted to buy cheesy Christmas movies. She bought like a discount four movie bundle of really bad looking Christmas movies. It was from the thrift store. From the thrift store. Yeah. And so we lucked at it and we we're like, these look terrible. Let's watch them and make fun of them. Yeah. And then we watched the one last year. It was like Sons the Sons of Mistletoe. Of mistletoe. Yeah. And. I it really was kind it. of good. I honestly, like, I recommended it to everyone I know. <laughs> I was like, you should watch And then this year we were like, well, maybe it was a fluke and maybe it wasn't a fluke. And it appears that this DVD set just has some pretty good movies on it. Yeah, apparently. this one was also, this one's not as good. This one's cheesier. Yeah. In the wrong ways, but it's still pretty it's good. It's still pretty good. Like, it's not... I was expecting all of these to be, like, Hallmark movie quality, except possibly worse because they're, like, from places you've never even heard of, you know what I mean? But they're, like, not. They're, like, real movies. Yeah. Well, they were on a real channel. What? These are CBS. These are CBS movies? Yes. That's why the CBS logo is in front of all of them. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, but they're, like, real movies, you know? Like, Hallmark movies at this point, they're not even trying to be real movies. They're trying to be Hallmark movies. Yeah. Like, just... these are real movies that are, like, cheesy Christmas movies. But yeah. they're not Hallmark movies. Like, Hallmark movies is a whole different thing. Hallmark is just making... Stuff. Like, they just make content. Yeah. Like, it is It is just... <laughs> it's such a good description. Christmas content thing. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? Content. These are movies that someone kind of cared about yeah hallmark movies no one cares about but everyone knows they don't care about them because they're just filling it up uh-huh. and it's why the bitch who stole christmas was a good parody because mm-hmm. it understood yeah that and this is pretty good 90 percent of the reason it's good 85 percent is because of olivia newton john 85 percent of the reason this is good is that she's just charismatic. Yeah. Did this come out in the 90s? Yes. This came out in... This came out in 1994. So part of the reason I chose this one is because it looked like the absolute worst on the cover. It has a horrible cover and it has horrible beginning credits. Okay. Do you want to know the worst part? That cover is better than the actual. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Like, the actual cover is so much worse. They, like, improved it. That's so weird. Which is so much worse. This movie, Um, Olivia Newton-John was like, I will not come in for an extra day to do the promo photo. (laughs) So they just had to, like, use weird stills that they edited out. But, But um... The kids are another five... Are, like, the other two five percents. The both kids. Yeah. And then that last 5% is the world building. I, I like this mountaintop. I like the mountaintop, too. I also, um, I really like the kids. I think the two actresses did such a good job. Like, it's hard to find good child actors, especially in a relatively low-budget film. Yeah. And I thought they both, like, killed it. Yeah. Um, the little girl was so cute. She was maybe, I think she was, was she a bit older than what she was playing? 
She might have been Probably. a bit older than when she was playing. Probably but, seven or eight. Yeah, but that was fine because they were both really cute and they both had distinct personalities, which I also thought was really nice. Like, I it's really common in movies like this to have, like, the cheeky children who are cheeky, but they're not... Uh, they're, they are very distinct from each other. And you believe a lot of their relationship with their mom and again, weird connection to Moonstruck. <laughs> I really like okay, Olivia Newton John, first of all, she's so cute. There's this there's this <coughs> thing in the beginning of the movie. I don't know if you remember, but I was like, that was cute. Do you remember when they were handing out the cakes? Yes. Okay, so I meant that be I meant that in a different way than you might have perceived because olivia newton john stuck the money in her teeth and it was really attractive <laughs> and then there's like a different point where she does something else and i was like oh i'm into olivia newton john a little bit yeah um but i also like that she's older in this film and like she's not old but she's middle-aged and the film doesn't really do anything to like pretend otherwise or cover that up which i really appreciate um, and I also like that... This was like Golden Girl Age, where women were briefly allowed to be their actual age on TV. Well, Golden Girls were aged up. Yes, that's my point. It is? I, my point is, like, you could have women in their 50s who looked like they were in their 50s. You could mm -hmm. have women in their 40s who looked like they were in their 40s. She looks like a woman in her 40s. Yeah. Who I think that's I think what she is here. I think so. But um, uh, the one daughter has continued acting in a singing career. What the younger one? The older one, I think. Okay. The younger one doesn't seem to have continued. What? She had the nicest hair. I thought she was so. Cute. That's not a good reason to continue an acting career. But she was so good, and she was such a cute little kid. Well, I, she could have, but I can't find anything. That's okay. The movie was watched originally by 25.5 million people. Not bad. So it was the sixth most watched thing for the week yeah. on TV. So it did pretty well. Uh, and DVD. It was given a DVD release a lot later. And then it came another one probably when it came to you. So this movie seems to have kind of stuck around in people who watched it. Like they kind of like it. The um... Also filmed in Canada. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, so the world building, let's start there, because that's kind of the basis for the beginning of the film, like the very opening and stuff, um, which it does follow the like classic trope of like small town, good, but it does it in a way that has more depth, again, than like Hallmark movies, in that there's like... Instead of her going to the city, it's a city going to her, which is just like a little different than they usually like to do yeah, it. that's how they normally do it. They're coming from the city to the small town. And then they're like, wow, this small town's amazing. No. Okay. I mean, because Olivia Newton-John's the one. Oh, no, I guess you're right. Because he's the one that has the character arc. Mm -hmm. I was thinking she did. But she doesn't really change. She's just like, yeah, this is great. And he's like, no. And then at the end, he's like, yeah. Um, But... They they put in a lot more nuance into building up the small town and to explaining sort of the way of life. And I think, like, 
defending it in a way that um is like real world implications you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like it feels very real in how they build it which i think was smart yes i like how the house feels very lived in mm-hmm. uh, and everything feels very like used uh <laughs> the house was like in her husband's family for generations so it's like very old it's got a lot of old it has electricity and stuff but it's also been made to function without electricity and all that stuff and then we start the movie with her driving around the community with her kids selling her um pound cakes which i also think is cute um so you get to see her like interact with everyone you get to see how everyone is doing you also get to see the financial hardships and then the banker guy appears the banker. The banker is the worst part of this movie. And so bad. He doesn't really make sense and he doesn't really get better. It's like they wrote the movie and then like the day before they were like, you need to add a banker guy. Is Which the is romance. weird because it's called a Christmas romance, right? Like it feels almost like they were like, we're just going to do a cool little Christmas movie about Olivia Newton-John. And the with, day before. With then two produ- kids in, the, in her house in the mountains. And then the they were day like- before producers were like, here's your new, here's <laughs> yeah. the new idea. You have a day to rewrite and you hear, you have to find an actor too. So yeah. they had to. F- find just any actor to say these lines and everything and he's not good in the movie like the actor i I thought the actor was fine i don't like the actor okay it's fair enough and i hated his writing we both agreed that and uh, he just is so cynical like he's just so so angry even when she like saves his life he's he's just like ugh. How could yeah. you? The problem with this guy is he's way too mean in the start, and he's mean to her kids, and he's borderline violent to them. Like, he yeah. doesn't hit them, but at one point, the little girl, she's really excited about him because she thinks that he's the Christmas stranger, and also kind of thinks he's her dad. She's a little confused. Anyway. She's five. So, she's like, she's like, he's like, I'm leaving. She's like, no, don't go. And he, like, picks her up and, like, puts her in a chair, like... A little, like violently, it was a threat of violence. Um, and he doesn't come back from that. Like he gets better, kind of, in that he kind of abruptly stops being an asshole. But he never makes up for his previous assholeness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just stops actively being an asshole. I didn't like how his character was. I think he's boring and bad. And then it just suddenly changes. I don't think he ever changes is the thing. Well, no, he does. Like, he gets a little bit better, like I said. But from him getting a little bit better and Olivia Newton-John still being like, I don't know about you, to them suddenly kissing was, like... Very sudden. Very sudden. The romance is so bad in this movie. There wasn't a build-up from, like, I don't know, to, like, oh, now I really know. (laughs) The romance is so bad, and, like, their final arc is he's going to help her build a bake shop, which I know we saw her selling cakes, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's just not that big of a part of her life. Yeah. And also, side note on Olivia Mm Newton-John, her acting made me believe this, and Mm -hmm. her charisma, her charm, but the writing was just, she just was going to own a farm and just didn't think she needed to make money Mm -hmm. like she seemed so like "Eh." 
Yeah, she is very, uh, like, not, rebellious. Like, not of- even like, oh, I'm not worried, I'll find a job. Mm-hmm. But, like, just, like, I just, I don't know. She is, Whatever. It, is it is kind of funny. It's interesting in terms of, uh... Like, there's definitely a criticism of capitalism built into this movie. Like, we never even said it. When he first comes to her farm, it's because he's like, are you going to pay me or <laughs> or do I need to evict you? And she was like, I guess you need to evict me. And then he's like, fuck her. And then he crashes his car, so then she has to save him. It's a whole thing. Anyway. um, What was it? Oh, yeah. But it is kind of funny that she... She's so rebellious. Just she's rebellious against the very principles of capitalism. Um but it is kind of funny because it's like, what is this one guy supposed to do about it? <laughs> like he can't Seems important at the bank. That's true. So he also just seems like an asshole that wanted to send the... <laughs> Well oh. so I don't know why he went up there. They already mailed out the eviction notice. Yeah, it is weird. So I, I don't know. The why setup he for went him going sent. isn't there, the business uh, like scene is so cheaply shot the other thing i didn't like about him is in the middle part of the film when like he's friends with the kids like the one girl always liked him because she kind of thought he was her dad or something and then the older girl he wins her over somehow she she like tells her about death or something it's kind of weird you remember that part then he starts completely just overstepping his like parental rights that was a weird phrase. Pre- Do you know what I mean? Parental whatever. His authority position. Yeah. Because he's not even like a babysitter. He's just some dude in their house. And he suddenly is like, it is my responsibility to tell this small child that her father is dead. And as Olivia Newton-John tells him later, I've told her that multiple times. She thinks that if she wants it enough, it'll come true. Like, because he's like, you have to tell her. She's like, yeah, I fucking told Because it's like, you don't know anything, dude. You're just some guy. And then later, what's he do later? Because he does something again. Oh, yeah. The little girl is like, we should go out to the farm. Like, we should go out to the animals at midnight. And Olivia Newton-John's like, no, we shouldn't. And then he's like, if you do this, then we'll go out. And it's like, okay, he's already made the deal with the kids. She can't undo it now. But it's like, you stop making deals with the kids. They're not yours. (laughs) I don't like him. Everything about him is bad, and it makes the movie... Worse than Sons of Mistletoe. So there's no bat. There was no character like this. Well, she was. The female love interest in Sons of Mistletoe was the weak link. But, but she she's wasn't not like. This bad. She, yeah, she wasn't as like. She wasn't the title of the movie. She was just kind of like. She was just kind of bland and kind of like strange, but she wasn't like bad. Yeah, and also that movie was about the orphanage. Yeah. This movie's called A Christmas, Christmas romance. romance. And it's so bad as a romance. But it's so good as like a family on a mountain yes. just living their life. It is so good. They should have just called it Olivia Newton John and family at Christmas. <laughs> that would have been confusing because it's not her real family. <laughs> but like <laughs> Olivia Newton John acting on, on a mountain. mountain, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um. Oh yeah, and then there's like a thing. There's a whole thing about like. One of the sheeps gets sick. Yeah, the so the oldest daughter really loves this one sheep that they have, but the sheep's gotten sick, and then this big storm happens, which is why the guy ends up being stuck there, and so the doctor can't come, um, and the sheep ends up having her baby, and then she dies, which 
was sad, but I also thought it was really good in terms of, like, a sort of a minor version of pro- processing grief for the little girls, for, like, the much larger version that they had already had that yes. they've probably not finished processing, you know what I mean? It's so a I good thought, practice grief. I thought it was really effective for that. Also, the sheep birth scene was weirdly realistic, and I'm kind of, like, I maybe think they actually filmed a sheep giving birth. Did you notice that? I don't know if you've seen sheep giving birth, so I don't like. I don't think I've act. I've been around them, but I don't think I've actually seen it. Seen cows giving birth. It so just. Seen this sheep. I don't know. I've never seen sheep. Probably close enough. It just seemed very realistic. Yes, and the but the whole like point of the scene emotionally is that the guy, who we won't even remember his name. We intentionally choose not to give it's him a name. Probably like Steve. Something like that. Now I have to learn. Brian. It is Brian. Brian? <laughs> Brian Hodding. That's funny. <laughs> he also has a girlfriend this whole time. Um, which is just... Which, it's funny because Olivia Newton-John is so charming that you totally buy him falling in love with her. Especially because she's so, like, cool. She's just, like cooking soup in a pot over the fire and like chopping wood and stuff which reminds me that nobody in this movie wears gloves which is very strange it's very strange it's weird olivia newton john doesn't wear them i'm not disagreeing okay um so anyway you're like yeah i would fall in love with olivia newton john but like that was a weirdly stressful thing to put at the beginning, especially because they, like, heavily imply she's his wife, but then they're just, like, dating. But anyway, that's too bad. It's, and every bad thing comes back to, to this, this dude. This dude <laughs> and how poorly he's added to the script. Yeah. I'm so confident that this was not the original vision. Yeah. I'm so confident. And even it was, he, I they should have fired him day one and been like, we'll just make this as we go. I didn't consider that, but I do see what you're saying. Like, it makes sense now that I think about it. This movie reminds me of those that new trend that is terrible of movies being written on set the day of. Mm-hmm. Because every scene with him feels like it was written the day of. Poorly. Mm. Every subplot. I don't like it. I just don't like him. Or the girlfriend. They made her just, like, weirdly naggy. Which was, like, a very that. intentional choice. Yeah. Where it's, like... They always do that so you don't feel bad as an audience. Yes. I just... They it did was... it in such a way where it's, like, I don't see any appeal that he would have this as woman. But also, he's awful. I hate him. So, if I it don't like her, like... then I guess, like, two terrible people can be together. It was really weird, like... So... Later in the movie, after Christmas, the storm has cleared and, like, a bunch of guys from the town come um, on horses, which I also thought was really sweet because, again, I was, like, bringing back that, like, the vibes and cohesion of the town of people, like, actively, like, taking care of each other and stuff. Anyway, uh, Olivia Newton-John had bought, bought, bought her daughter presents earlier but then she couldn't get them because of the storm and so they brought them their presents and was like santa had to leave them with us which i thought was really sweet because like earlier the daughters 
like they could tell that it was like stuff that she had already and it was like sad because it was like no the magic of christmas but christmas then they- <laughs> is doomed <laughs> but and then they saved it and i thought that was really sweet of it was them. a really good explanation because it was simple and to the point it's like oh santa couldn't get up the mountain either see and luckily uh olivia newton john never actually like told them that he could see because i was always thinking because i see i was as a little kid, I questioned Santa, like, very early, um, mm-hmm. to the point where I, like, made, like, a weird, like, pact with my grandma, because I kind of, like, I was talking to her once, and I was like, I don't know if Santa's really real, and she was like, maybe if you stop believing in him, he'll stop bringing you presents, so I was like, okay, I shan't speak of that again, then, <laughs> so I just didn't bring it up. <laughs> but if anyway. you don't want to believe in him, you don't need the presents. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. No need to question this further. That's exactly I'll leave this rock alone. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. But I remember, like, we didn't have a fireplace. A lot of people don't, right? So you're like, how does he come down the chimney? We don't have a fireplace. And my parents were like, magic. So I was like, okay, cool. So when the- <laughs> We did have a furnace. Oh, yeah. So we, as kids, were always like, can't light the fire tonight. Don't do it. And dad's like, well, freeze. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, we don't care. We don't want to risk it for Santa. And they're yeah. like, Santa has magic. He'll put the fire out. And I'm like, then why are you even bothering lighting it? He's just going to put it right out. <laughs> and they were like, well, he might light it as he leaves. It's like, how would you do that? He's at the top of the chimney. That's not safe. <laughs> See, <laughs> we, just, we were just like ready to tear down any argument. <laughs> but he uses his magic to light it from the bottom of the chimney. Why does he even have to enter the house if he can move things with his magic? It's not like his need to go in at all. Is this what the logic is? That's funny. But. <laughs> um, so, like, when the kids were asking her about, like, Santa, like, how is Santa going to get here? I was just like, just say magic. What are you doing? She didn't say anything, which turned out to be the smart thing. Yes, it worked. Though, was kind of questionable in earlier parenting decisions. So not in a way where I'm like, you're a bad parent. I think she's just in a tough situation. You know yeah. what I mean? Any bad decision, any bad parenting Olivia Newton-John did was just like an overworked mom just trying. Yeah, exactly. Every, every like few minutes, I just kind of expected her to need to go into a closet and just be like, ah! Oh my god, especially... And then come out and be like, I'm good! With like her little daughter thinking that if she like believes her dad will come back, he will. Oh, that would be so rough. Like, it's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah. And I do, I do really like them explaining that because, like, in the beginning, it does seem almost like weird or questionable. Like she maybe isn't telling her. Um, but anyway. But yeah. So then, they're, you know, they're doing they're doing farm stuff, and then everyone comes over. So now they're having like a party, and this guy gets like he gets drunk. This is there. I think him and Olivia Newton John kissed like the previous scene. Yeah, this was very fast. They kiss now. They're at a party. He's like drunk. He's very drunk. Apparently, and he's bad at acting. Drunk. He is. He acts like he has a concussion. Yeah. Which is what yeah. we thought because they kept saying the whole movie, "You might have a concussion. You might." Yeah. And then in this scene, I'm like, "Oh, there's the concussion. Like yeah. it kicked in." Yeah. And it's like, okay, that that makes sense. Like, it kind of wore down. They're like, oh, we need to get into a hospital. And no, he's just drunk. This big, like, helicopter comes with his girlfriend in it. And they're, they find him. It's like an ambulance helicopter, we assume, because they, like, 
thought he was lost in the forest or something. But he's like, I don't want to leave. So they're, like, hanging out. And, yeah, it's just so... The whole scene is so strange because he, like, forgets his girlfriend's name. And, like, he's be- he almost tells Olivia Newton-John he loves her in front of his girlfriend. Like, he's being so, like, just, like, get your shit together, dude. If he's gonna do... Th- if the movie wanted to do this, just have him go all the way. Yeah. And just be like, I'm breaking up with you. But then in that case, have her brought a private helicopter? Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to get a black helicopter, which is probably not that hard for a movie studio to get instead of an ambulance one. I don't know. Or a blue one. Any color would do. I don't know how helicopters It'd be kind of fun if it was hot pink. (laughs) But point being, he's too much of an asshole in the scene to be likable by Olivia Mm Newton-John. But he's also trying to be such a not-asshole to Olivia Newton-John that he's a bad to his girlfriend. So yeah. everyone hates him. Yeah. Including us. <laughs> so then he leaves forever. And they're like, well, I guess he left forever. <laughs> and everyone was like, <laughs> betrayal. I'm like, he never said he was staying. This was not even a conversation. Yeah, especially like, this was over like two days. Yes. Like, it was very fast. And again, they just, like, the discussion was never, you're staying forever. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, it's time to go. Okay. <laughs> So, part of the pressure is that, like, Olivia Newton-John's under threat of eviction, right? Um, And there was, oh my god, there was that funny scene earlier, do you remember? When Olivia Newton-John was arguing with him about, like, jobs and stuff. And he was very much like, no one wants to work these days. (laughs) He's like, you can move to the city. And she was like, but, like, why should we have to leave our home to, like, live? And then he's like, I don't know. Anyway, and then he's talking to the... I forget what he says to the girls. He's like, you guys could work there. And they were like, but we live here. Do you remember that? Yes. That was good. She was good. He was bad. Yeah. But anyway, so after he leaves, she gets, like, the eviction notice, which is upsetting. And then she's, like, trying to kind of break it to her kids. And then he, like, shows up. And again, overstepping. He's like immediately giving the kids presents. And then the mom says, And she's like, no. put them back. What are you doing? And then he's like, oh, it's fine. It's like, you're not their dad. They just met you. Stop it. And he says, fine. And then he like encourages them sneak around, your, like run around your mom to get inside and open them. Yeah. And she she stops one and he gets her to let her go. It's like, ugh, again. Bad. And then they... He gives her a gift that she is like, and he's like, you left, and also, fuck you, you're yeah. kicking me out of my house. Yeah. And then he's like, that letter was sent before I came. Yeah. Which is like, okay, that's fair, she should have checked that. But also, then why were you going up? I was also, like, expecting, honestly, I was expecting, like, a really grand gesture, 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 gesture. I think uh, that photo was supposed to be his grand gesture. No, I was I don't expecting know what for was. him to, like, pay off her debts or something. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is I think the movie thought that that photo he brought her was the grand gesture. Yeah, but it doesn't but it's solve not a problem. Grand, I'm agreeing with you. I know, you. I know, yeah. <laughs> grand gesture, they were like, this is grand. And it's like, no, what would actually be grand? Him solving her problem. Yeah. Or even just being like, hey, I got you six more months. Yeah, but it's being, like... Instead, he's like, oh, we could, like... Here's a photo in a frame. Like, we could start a business. And it's like, okay, but how is that going to help her active eviction? <laughs> like, 
I don't Businesses know. Businesses take a lot of money and time to start, and she's not going to be able to pay off your debts. Mm-hmm. So again, the whole movie set up the climax that should have been he helps her with the debt being solved. Yeah. And I think the movie thinks it did that. Yeah. But it's like, that is way too little but too late. You're right. Even like getting her like an extension or something, you know, or I don't know. So you like, I got you six months. Let's get a business started. Especially because he was like earlier in the movie, he was like, you could have like explained the situation of like your husband dying suddenly and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, would that have helped? And he's like, yeah, probably not. But it's like, he could have like done something, you know, maybe he made like a, fucking presentation for her he's could like, have gotten like a like, sympathy look, look how sad sad dead and then sad christmas yeah <laughs> and then you know like he like fought for her like because he has authority within the system to do that but he anyway there was solution anyway but i guess what's a happy ending and they're together well maybe she'll become a widow again that'd be a nice thing <laughs> now okay this is a problem though because we spent the whole podcast talking shit, but it's, like, a pretty good movie. Well, <laughs> but the problem is, it's, like, like we said, the problem is him. But, like, everything problem, with there's Olivia There's four characters in this movie, and three of them are amazingly likable and charming. Yes. And then he's there. But the problem is... That he is there the whole time. He's there the whole time. Yeah. So it's kind of like a pizza where every fourth bite will have pineapple on it. And if that's something you're willing to watch... You could enjoy this. Yeah. And for some reason, I was willing to take that fourth bite because I liked the other three so much. Me too. I'd watch it again. <laughs> I had a good time. Yeah. I'd watch it again. I need another year. This is definitely a no more than once a season movie. Mm-hmm. But No, yeah. I wouldn't watch it right now. Well, I might actually. I, I quite liked it. I really liked that atmosphere too. It had very like a uh, little house on the prairie atmosphere or like little women vibes. Yeah, I, I Little Women, I liked that comparison. Uh, but yeah, it was probably, it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the Christmas movies that come out now, because Hallmark makes 50 a year now, and Netflix is trying to beat Hallmark at their game yeah. with slightly more star power. Uh it's easy for Christmas movies to get buried mm-hmm. and forgotten. So I'm glad that these this little DVD pack has been saved <laughs> for us to spread the word. <laughs> but you know now that we've been like, this DVD pack's good. There's no doubt. The mm-hmm. next year's movie is going to be just awful. Yeah. I mean, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, we'll just watch Sons of Mistletoe after. <laughs> we'll be like, ah, palate cleanser. But yeah. And don't forget today's episode sponsor. No. Kiki! <laughs> Kiki wished to remind you that she is your lord and sovereign, and she is better than you. <laughs> so don't forget to donate to Kiki today before she takes it by force. Kiki. Give it up. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I guess that concludes today's episode of Friends Film Camp. Short little fun episode for a short little fun movie. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll catch you next time at the campfire.